welcome to our new episode of our Women's Day special podcast series, Alpha Female in Procurement, The Lone Road to Leadership. In this series, we celebrate the women trailblazers in the procurement field who have overcome obstacles and achieved great success. I am Elaine, your host, and today I am delighted to introduce our next guest, Alejandra Garcia. Alejandra is the Senior Vice President of Global Procurement at DSM and has 25 years of experience in procurement. She's a true leader in the industry and has valuable insight to share on procurement challenges and strategies for success. So sit tight and get ready to learn from the best in the field. So welcome to the show, Alejandra. Thank you, Helen. So it's an honor to have you on our show today. You have an extensive knowledge and experience in the procurement field. And I'm thrilled that our listener have the opportunity to listen to your insights. So listeners get ready to soak in Alejandra's expertise and practical advice. So without further delay, let's dive right into our first question. So what was the biggest challenge you faced in your journey to reach a leadership position in procurement and how did you overcome it? Thank you, Helen. And I think it's a very relevant question for anyone who'd like to have a career in procurement. And the biggest challenge I have faced is to prove the value procurement outside of just the standards, KPIs, and metrics. We all know savings, cost avoidance, process efficiency, that is very much the standard. And in my experience, it's more like a hygiene, right? You need to have this. But in many organizations, there are big questions mark about what's the real value I get from a procurement organization, and in some extreme cases, seeking to outsource these activities to a third party, right? So I think the biggest challenge I have faced is to prove to organization, to prove to executive committees that there's much more value in procurement than just the standard savings, cost avoidance, et cetera. And I think that COVID helped, helped us big time to prove that, of course, we can do the basics, but also we're very well seated to be this orchestrator and to create networks that deliver a lot of value. What I mean is we have a, a position that connects externally mm-hmm. with suppliers, with the industry, with innovation stakeholders, with startups. We have an extensive network of contacts and through steering this network, we can create a lot of value. Um, also with the volatility, the uncertainty, with the shortages, et cetera, the inflationary effects, um, I launched a project and a lighthouse initiative to protect the margin. And at the core of this initiative is how we can steer this network, not only to deliver savings, but also to protect the margin, to drive efficiencies, to optimize, to see our sourcing strategy in a different light. So long story short, it's been this challenge to prove the organization why it's worth it to have a professional procurement organization and also to, to give us resources, to give us the broader uh, perspective and that we can have conversations outside of just the procurement stuff, right? Um, so connecting with people in this manner and bringing that value back to the executive committee, as I said, COVID help, but also sustainability has been one of the biggest challenges and the way I have done it is really thinking outside the box, bringing my team together to brainstorm how we can do this and then have these quick wins that show and create the appetite in the organization to get more from the procurement team. 
So it's interesting that we talk a lot about moving from tactical to strategic and a positioning for the procurement group. This is exactly what it is about, right? Being recognized at the executive level is uh, having that strategic component of procurement recognized also at that level, right? Yes, exactly. You are absolutely right. Yeah. Now, this is, that's funny because just like a small digression, but this is exactly in my other podcast, we talk a lot about that and the fact that... um, with the the changing um, environment and the the automation of procurement, digitalization of procurement that takes away the, all those tactical uh, tasks and administrative tasks out of the procurement's hands, then what remains is is the strategy part of procurement, exactly. which is which is cool, but still need to shift you know the the mindset in, internally and externally to uh, embrace that change. Yeah, and my experience is with some stakeholders, when things go bad, there's this tendency to go back to just give me more savings, just buy cheap, just get me my stuff on time. Yeah, but that's a basic, right? (laughs) They can do much more. And if you have a professional organization, they can do much more. And actually, this also drives engagement, this drives career development and expertise, this attracts talent. So there's a whole package of value creation for the organization, for the people, for the customer, for the stakeholders, when procurement is allowed and is able to step out of this basic block. But you need to deliver the basics. I mean, you cannot go and do all the fancy stuff if you are not delivering on the basics. And this is where automation, AI, process efficiencies help us to secure that bar while we can work on developing the rest. Oh, absolutely. So could you share a win moment you had during your journey and how uh, did it shape you as a leader? Yeah, for sure. Um, So let's go back on time. Many years ago when I was uh, the packaging manager for a large FMCG based in Mexico, and because I'm very curious, I always get myself invited to do a stuff with, with the team. I got invited to a customer insight session for one of the cookies brands, one of the key cookie brands. So we were actually on the street, very near to a metro station. And it was a big discovery for me when I see one of our consumers buying a package of these cookies, trying to open it and not being able to open this back right and has a a, a crying toddler carrying a baby so it's all mess it's complicated and it cannot be that this consumer cannot open this bag of cookies that's wrong so in that moment for me was a big aha that through procurement through our connections with our suppliers we could do something to help this consumer So long story short, I launched a supplier challenge with all our packaging suppliers. We were able to introduce EC Open, this red strip, which changed the formulation. It was a whole overhauling, also with a collaboration of formulation, manufacturing, quality, marketing, et cetera, but very much orchestrated and steered by procurement. And for me, it was that moment when I was able to connect what we do every day in the relationship with our suppliers with their real impact on consumers. And I'm very happy to share that in that moment of time, we were able to improve the consumer experience buying this brand. And that 
make it so meaningful. And this is why I discovered, and the moment I discovered that getting closer to customers and consumers, understanding their pains, their needs, their challenges, creates a lot of value. And again, procurement is positioned in a very privileged point of connection because we mm -hmm. can steer all these suppliers to the aim to improve or to bring something new or, or to drive innovation or now sustainability efficiencies, etc. And also this is when I discover one of my superpowers that I'm very good at understanding what people need, what they want, and then how I can bring this network together to mm -hmm. solve this problem. And this has shaped the way I lead my organization. I set up my strategy. I connect with my stakeholders. I get my team engaged, etc. because I'm obsessed with solving meaningful problems to customers and consumers. And I remember that day, as it were yesterday, I have this image in my head of this big aha moment and how procurement can be and should be customer-centric. No, um, yeah, that, that's it. I think it's also with what you said before is that building the network, the relationships, uh, not staying in a silo, connecting with your internal stakeholders, with your suppliers, but also understanding the end customer um, and their needs and how you can contribute to to making their experience exactly. with your products much better. Yes, exactly. That's it. That's very interesting. I think this is um, probably not true everywhere. And uh, a lot of procurement groups uh, tend to function in the old ways. Often, because as you were mentioning, their the leadership is keeping them into this this very uh, tactical position of you know, just give me something cheap, and and uh, that's it. But um, this is also the role for procurement leaders to to bring the change and how and show how they can bring value. I think that on that point we both agree. Yes, exactly. And I think that the game changer here is to approach that in a different way. And what I mean is, of course, if you ask the stakeholders what they want from procurement, they will tell you, just give me more savings, just buy cheap, buy better, and that's it. I don't want to see you, right? See you next year. <laughs> but if you really understand what are their pain points, what they're struggling with, what are the challenges, what are the missed opportunities? You can step out of that box and bring a solution to procurement. And something that I do is when I engage with my stakeholders, I don't sell anything. I don't sell any procurement strategy. I don't sell any category management. I'm there just to understand mm -hmm. and later come back with a proposal on how procurement can contribute to solve this or that either innovation, either a supplier, either service, either improving supply chain, either cost center visibility, all these different pain points that our stakeholders have, they, they have out of the just buy cheaper better, right? Uh, and this is a different mindset that I think that as procurement leaders, we need to role model and also train our teams to be able to connect with our stakeholders in a different light. Oh, absolutely. And so now, what advice would you give to young women that are starting in procurement and how they can best prepare for the challenges that they may face? Yeah, I love that question. And first and foremost, let me say that my advice would be, of course, for all the talent that would like to join procurement, but I think women, I have seen very specific challenges. 
The first one is negotiation. And my best negotiator are women, but for others, they struggle to negotiate for them. Mm -hmm. They're brilliant contract negotiators. They, they get the deals done. They're absolutely amazing, but they struggle big time in negotiating for them. So for anyone specifically in procurement, you need to be a brilliant negotiator, you need to be confident, you need to know your stuff, but also you need to negotiate for you. And it's not only about salary or compensation, that is very hot conversation mm -hmm. right now, but it's also resources, it's projects, it's visibility, it's uh, stakeholder engagement that will help you in your career. So you need to be able and to feel comfortable with this negotiation also for you. So this one is very relevant, especially for women. The second one that is kind of connected is conflict management. I've seen many women trying to avoid conflict management and conflict management is our bread and butter in procurement. And why I say that? Because you always have marketing trying to spend more and finance saying, we're going to cut your your budget and then everything lands on procurement you have to buy more with less right of course um, so these kind of conflicts trade-offs negotiation sometimes we need to hold hands with our stakeholders and do some kind of group therapy all these kind of conflict management people need to feel comfortable with that and i think women for different reasons are not always comfortable with that situation so they try to avoid that and I'm not saying that you have to dive into conflict, but you need to feel comfortable and find a way to, to reconciliate of these different parties and to create value and try to set up the win-win that is very much connected with negotiation. The third one is there are office politics, whether you like it or not, whether you say, I'm not going to play the game, I'm not here to do in any politics, guess what? politics are there. So whether you like it or not, you will be entangled sometimes in these political games. And you need to understand it. You need to understand what are the unspoken rules of the game in your organization, in your team, in your industry, and how these may have an impact on you and what you do every day. And then maybe you have a conscious decision to say, well, I'm not going to play that game, but I know it's there or actually getting engaged and, and play the game because this exists. We cannot avoid it, right? Organizations are a human system yeah. and it's part of how we interact. And I've seen so many brilliant women getting entangled on this office politics and not getting the visibility, the recognition, the projects, et cetera, that they deserve because they, they try to avoid this. So my three recommendations, negotiation, comfort with conflict management, and also uh, managing and diving into uh, the office politics. That would be my three points. I, I totally agree with you. Um, <laughs> I would, like, literally, yes. Uh, I would add one thing to your saying that you cannot avoid those completely, is the fact that we mentioned that before, that the future of procurement is built on relationships, on mm -hmm on the way to influence without authority, 
how to influence the course of a purchase or a strategy for procurement without really the authority that a strategy group of finance group will have. And this is politics. Whether you like it or not, this is politics. And so um, there is a real skill set attached to being able to influence and it's mainly relationships. It's also the ability to uh, make people to change their minds without imposing anything. And I would say that um, it's usually, we say in French that you, you catch more fly with, with honey than vinegar, right? Exactly. Yeah. And it's not a generality and we cannot say women are like this and men are like that. Let's say people who are um, less conflictual in their approach that are more able to kind of round have a, a you know sugarcoat the way their relationship will have definitely an advantage in influencing and building those relationship and and but this is politics I absolutely agree with you on that yeah this is politics and let me connect this with the stakeholder management and when you go deep into what this stakeholder wants right and it's not just only their job description KPIs. What this person wants from this, why is this relevant for this guy or this lady right now, mm -hmm. right? Then you kind of start understanding why they behave in a certain way and ask yourself the question, in, one, in what context this could make sense? And then more that you get to connect with them and understand as a person what they want and why they want it, mm -hmm. it starts it starts to really make sense. And then you can bring solutions from the procurement or the functional ex expertise, but also you get to connect in a way that is meaningful and you can lobby for your projects, you can get more resources, you can influence without authority, as you were saying, right? So it's not just to play the game in a dark and obscure yeah. way, it's actually also being able to drive the value forward. And that for me is, is key to have a strong relationship with your key stakeholders internally and externally. And, and I think that procurement struggles so much because in many organizations, procurement is so obsessed with the process that we forget that organizations are human systems and, yes. and we're humans and we have needs and we have desires and we have expectations and we have frustrations. So as procurement, we need to learn to manage that. And I think it's the role of the leaders in our case to feel comfortable role model, but also train and develop our team to do the same. Wonderful. That's the word of the end. Thank you, Alejandra. <laughs> My pleasure, Helen. Thank you. Well, that wraps up our conversation with Alejandra, a true force to be reckoned within the procurement field. Her expertise and practical advice have shed light on the issues faced by women and professionals in general in the industry and how they can navigate their way to success. So if you're a woman in procurement, you won't want to miss this episode. Alejandra's non-nonsense approach and words of wisdom are sure to motivate you to push past barriers and achieve your goals. We hope you enjoy today's episode and feel inspired to take action. So until next time, keep pushing forward and breaking down those walls. Bye. Au revoir.